and welcome to Like Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are Hi. you? Well, I'm fine. I'm a little bit befuddled because um, the Wellman checkup I had at the GP the other oh, day. Everyone's wondering. Everyone wants to know. Well, apparently my cholesterol is slightly raised, slightly elevated, I think was what they said. What, like it's like, in a pair of Cuban heels? Yes, or maybe like it just have, had like, um, you know, just a slight bit of finessing, so it's slightly elevated. You know what they say on all those um, um, yes. cooking programs, don't they? Slightly yes, elevated. elevate it. Yeah, you need yeah. to elevate it with sort of maybe a pesto jus. Yeah, that's exactly that it. Well, that probably is one of the things that's given me high cholesterol. <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah, well, it's not high, it's like slightly. Slightly high. And I did sort of feel like well, this probably could have been covered in a text message, but they were very keen to phone me. Yeah, I feel like you could have just got a text message saying like, babe... Ease on the butter. Ease, yeah, butter. maybe. Butter. Yeah, calm down on the butter. Yeah, something like that would have been. Butt out the butter. Yeah. Maybe you could front a campaign for them. Oh, that would be nice. An NHS campaign. An NHS campaign to try and get people to get off the butter. Do you remember when they tried to give me the campaign for um, people not having sex during the pandemic? Oh, my God. I, yes, but I don't think you ever told that story on the podcast. Oh, did I, I thought I did. I thought, um, well... If... Emma, do you remember that? No, I do not. So tell it. Okay, so that means it hasn't happened. Okay, Tom, tell this story. Well, of course, one is always <laughs> very keen to help the NHS. But um, they were like, would you front a campaign where you tell people, I mean, very wisely, that they shouldn't be, as they say, hooking up during a time of social distance. It's very difficult to social distance, isn't it? <laughs> I love the fact that they were like... Who's the guy for people this? People not having sex. We thought of you first. <laughs> People, people need to people need to stop. Who's the one to put the brakes on? I know. Let's Tom call him. Let's see if he's available. Who's the guy that can turn everyone off? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Put it away. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, socially distancing sex. You can't do it. Not unless you're very blessed. <laughs> I think being that blessed would become a problem. I think that's documentary level, isn't it? What would you do? Tuck it in a sock or wrap it around your waist? Good question. Elevated the look, of course. <laughs> of course, you could use it as a scarf in the winter months. I think a scarf would be lovely, wouldn't it? I think a scarf would be wonderful. Just like a naked mole rat sitting on your shoulder. <laughs> um, probably the sock option, I think. Probably the sock. Yeah. But then well, it would be awkward, wouldn't it, if you had to bend down to tie up your shoelaces? Or it would be very yeah. difficult if you're wearing shorts. Well, yes, of course. Oh, mm -hmm. no offence. No offence to those people who are, of course. <laughs> Suze, how's your morning been? How's my morning been? Look, I'll be totally honest with you. I am just a little bit hungover. Oh, Suze, good for you. Where, where, where did you go? Well, I did, a, I did a gig last night at the store. Oh, a charity gig. I, I put on a charity gig. Thanks for saying that, Tom. Of course. You know where to send the MBE. Listen, or CBE no, or OBE or, or, or whatever. you want to go for, or an OBE. Uh, an obo, please. I'm, I'm after an obo. But uh, no, I, there's a very brilliant charity called Young Roots that help young refugees who are aged between 11 and 25 who are here in this country unaccompanied. So they just do the most brilliant work. So I put on a gig, do a gig every year. It raises a nice bit of cash. And your friend of mine, the brilliant Ramesh Ranganathan, was on. And we said, you know... I mean, we've done this before. When you don't get the opportunity to see a friend very much, you sort of go, let's have a party on the train home. Oh, yes, that's lovely. <laughs> so we just got some gins and tonics for oh, the train home. Nice. But it takes its toll these days, doesn't it? Do you know what? We mm. had, I had a shan, well, I had a top, uh, not like that, mm -hmm. at the, um, 
he wasn't blessed, don't worry. I had a top at the comedy store backstage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and a lager top. Yeah. And then had a couple of gin and tins. A oh. couple of gin and tins on the on the on the train home, which was very nice. But oh, that's lovely, isn't it? we were very giggly and silly. And also I hadn't eaten properly, Tom. Mm. I hadn't eaten properly because I had one of those I had one of those mad days where I flew back from Dublin, should have gone oh, straight yes. to London, but of course thought I want to go home and have a shower and see Alice quickly mm. and get changed. So then... And you made yourself late. Of course. What, what else would I do? Yeah. Because then yeah. we started chatting and just sort of laying on the bed chit-chatting. Oh. And then, of course, that was really nice. And then... You've got to get up and do a gig. Alice was like, oh, I need to get... I need to go to nursery. And I was like, what time is it? She said, what train are you getting? I was like, the 26 minutes past. She was like, you have 17 minutes. And I jumped oh. in the shower and got to the train station in 17 minutes. Well, that's amazing, Suze. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, I obviously didn't do my makeup, so I looked like an absolute hag. But Please. I had time oh, to do lovely. that at the comedy store. But sometimes it's nice to have a bit of time out like that and, you know, enjoy yeah. the the train ride down, catch up with a friend is lovely. Yes. I mean, what one would do if they were a bit more sensible about the whole thing is have a, have a little rest. And then give yourself enough time to leave. But of course, why would I do that? It's so mm. against. It's so well, against brand. You know me. You know me. I'm exactly the same. I. My thing is when I look at the clock, I think, say it's ten two. Well, I think mm. it stays at ten two, forever. When yes. Course, it's ten two for just that moment, and of yes. course, all the time the time is moving. So. Yeah, and quite frequently, what I'll do is I'll be in maybe a towel or a dressing gown after oh. the shower, mm-hmm. and I'll just perch on my bed, thinking I must just send that email. Yes, of course, a lovely time to get involved in admin. Yes, and then of course I'll begin the admin that I've been thinking about in the shower of the person who I haven't emailed back, which I have been thinking <laughs> I must email them back. Oh, I love. I'll do that. The, I'll do that the moment that I get out of the shower. Then of mm. course. I send that email and then my thumb immediately goes to Instagram. Of course. And then, I, and then I'm linked to some sort of article that I feel mm. like I ought to understand the world better Sweet. somehow. So I think, oh, a day, now is the time for a Guardian long read. Mm, yes, of course. Lovely. Whilst my hair dries naturally and I can hear the train chugging in the distance. Gosh. So that's, that's, that's me. The life, and I guess it? that's, that's me. Yeah. Um, yesterday, though, Sue. Oh, go on. Alf got us tickets. <gasps> oh, I saw this on your gram. Go on. Sunset Boulevard, Twisted oh. Boulevard. One of my favourite shows. Because, of course, you saw it with Glenn Close just five or six years ago. I remember. I was very jealous. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, I did see it with Glenn mm. Close. It is such a good show, isn't it? It is. And I realised I didn't know it that well. I'd you know a lot film. of the big numbers, don't you? I know you? the big numbers. Yeah. And I didn't realise the perfect year was from it, actually. That's yes. my bad. Um, it's very interesting as a production, Suze. It's very interesting. Is it in the West End or is it's it? in London's glittering West End at the Savoy, Theatre which is perfect. Theatre land, if you will. I love the Savoy. It's a beautiful theatre, isn't it? The theatre or the hotel? The theatre. It's beautiful, isn't it? And it was yes. really perfect because it's all sort of set in the, well, the sort of post-art deco era, I suppose, 1950s, mm. isn't it? But, um, oh, I'd love all the furniture. Oh, well, well, there's... There's that's a point I have to make here, Suze. There is Go no furniture. There's basically no furniture. Oh my god, is it a black box production? Exactly. Like they're at drama school. It's well, it made me feel a lot of different feelings. So I can't, you know, I can't fault. I can't. It was just something to get used to. Do you know what right, I mean? Okay. Because it is quite okay. arresting in the first. What about costume wise? Are they costumed up? They're wearing um, sort of slightly kind of modern takes on what they might have been wearing then, but sort of still influenced, right. but all 
um, basically uh, in black. Yes, because all of the promo for it is like black and grey, isn't it? That's with right. With red writing, it's really minimal. That's right. Oh. We saw it with Rachel Glover. No, you mean Tucker. Yes, I keep thinking of this girl I went to school with. No. <laughs> oh my God, a girl that you went to school with is Rachel Glover, who's now Rachel Tucker. No, it's called Nicola Glover. I think she might listen to this, actually. <laughs> so Nicola, congratulations on your role in Sunset Boulevard. Congratulations on filling in for Nicole Scherzinger. Rachel Tucker. Rachel Tucker. I love her. Well, Suze, she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Oh, I mean, the, the idea that she's an understudy is I mean, a joke. Extraordinary. I saw her. So she was in the first London cast of Come From Away. Yes, this is what Alfie told me, but I don't remember that. She was the Playing pilot. Playing the pilot. And she, I've seen her in quite a few things, actually. Because it was quite a lot of like ponytails and chair stomping in, in Come From Away, wasn't it? There was so much ponytails and chair stomping, but as you know... I love that. I mean, we, we, we both that. quite often listen to it and text each other. Mm. Welcome to the rock. I think I just sent you, I sometimes send you a photo of a chair. Yeah, and I know, I know what it means. You know know exactly what I mean. You know that you know what I'm listening to. Yeah, of course. Um, But she and was she phenomenal? She was wonderful. Um, Yeah, I bet. She was funny, and the thing is, it's quite a camp. You know, the whole story is so camp. Um, Tom, I think it's fair to say that a lot of musical theatre is. Okay, I'll allow it. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I think they're probably right, actually. I thought it was very interesting, like the Jamie Lloyd company, very professional, very, like, very elevated it. I suppose you might say elevated oh it to God. a very kind of... It's like you've just learnt this word. It's like I've just got on board with words from... Yeah, I start talking Good about authenticity. You. It's very authentic. Um, <laughs> at one point, Joe, the character Joe leaves the, ste- the, leaves the theatre. And that was kind of Through- thrilling. Through the auditorium. But it's being, um, well, he goes out through the backstage door and then he walks around and comes in through the auditorium. And, um, and, I love all that. I love all that. And it's being, there's lots of film in it. So you see them on the screen as though they are film stars projected onto the back. So it's very, it's all about shadow and a lot about me- like ghosts and memories kind of like wandering through the stage. It's very immense. I will say it was very immense. It was, it was very interesting. I thought she was extraordinary. Yeah. Well, good Rachel for Tucker. Rachel Tucker. Rachel Tucker. Yeah, I thought she was really extraordinary and sort of funny as well. Well, very funny because she's, there's these moments where she's like, everybody wants to watch me. <laughs> she sort of does these yeah. funny moments to the camera. Um, well, Norma Desmond has sort of lost her mind, hasn't she? She's a recluse, is that right? Well, yes. And she lives in this house in the, in, uh, on Sunset Boulevard. And she's got this servant... And that's a very interesting character. And he has some wonderful songs. And the guy playing him, David something, was really wonderful playing Max, the, the butler. Madame. Mm. I'm dealing, I can't possibly speak to you now. I'm dealing with Madame. Oh, that feels like the kind of role that you'd be very good at. Well, if only I could sing like that. But yeah, oh. fabulous, fabulous range he had, yeah. Wrong. It was all, they were wonderful singers, really wonderful. It was, it was one very, you know, it's just, it was interesting to see it like that. Yeah, it's very creative, isn't it, when someone says, I'm not going to go traditional with theatre, I'm going to... Well, especially with, like, a musical that people know. It's exactly. quite exciting when people do something different. Well, and Jamie Lloyd is very clever, of course. And mm. when I used to work at the um, National Youth Theatre... Clang. Clang. He was the assistant director on Guys and Dolls, and I always saw him there, and I always thought, he's going places. You just see him on the, on the stairwell. Did you say hello? No, I was too intimidated. You should write to him now. 
Hello, dear Mr. Lloyd. I remember walking past you on a staircase. I think he's about the same age. No, no, just say, Jamie. Jamie, hi. Hey, Jamie, hi. I saw Sunset Boulevard. I thought it was phenomenal. That's I absolutely it. loved it. Lovely. Uh, years ago, I remember our paths crossing. Not that I'm expecting you to remember at National Youth. And I've always taken a keen interest in your work since then. Do you think? Just wanted to congratulate you on such a wonderful production. No, he'd be like, I'm a big, big director. What does this guy no, want? No, no one something. feels like that Some because everyone, we assume that people feel like that. But if someone sent you a message like that, what would you say? Oh, I would be very humbled. Fuck I'd be, off. Uh, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's spam. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be flattered. I'd be, I'd be very flattered. There you go. People like being flattered, don't they? Especially in our industry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Who do, well, it's the only reason we do it. But I thought it was... I thought it was very wonderful. So if you get a chance to see it, I recommend it. You simply must. Yeah, it's very dramatic, very dramatic, very beautiful. Even the curtain call at the end was very beautiful, very moving, very moving. Oh, really? Very <clears throat> mm, Okay. All right. You've sold it to me. I'm going. Go to it, Suze. You won't look back. I won't. Tom, I was in Dublin at the weekend. Suze Clang. Clang and Belfast. Oh, hello. And I need to do a shout out to Tara, who waited for me after the the show, who has been listening to Like Minded Friends since it started. Oh my God, the poor person. <laughs> she was. She must be like Norma very, Desmond. Very, <laughs> she yeah. was very lovely and very excited to meet me. And oh, her nice. very nice husband kept saying, stop bothering her. But she was not bothering me in oh. one bit. Uh, she was absolutely lovely. And she's coming to see you in Dublin next week. Oh! Or this week. And she was very excited that we were both there. And I said that I would say hello because she says she listens every single week without fail. Tara! And that she loves the podcast. So hi, Tara. Tara, thank you. Hi, Tara. Oh, and thank you for coming to see both of us. How nice. I know. What a clang. What a clang indeed. Oh, the clang. Clang, 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 clang went the trolley. Yes, it did. It really did. Oh. So, um, Suze, you've been doing some uh, some work at Virgin Radio. Oh, my God, Tom, thanks for mentioning it. I'm back in there this weekend. I'm very excited. Lovely. Quite right. And I've been doing I've been doing the very early morning slot, which Great. has been lovely. And but this weekend I'm doing I'm on I'm normally before Graham Norton. This time I'm after Graham Norton. Oh, that's so good. I'm doing the afternoon on the Saturday slot, which I'm wow. very excited to be doing. On Saturdays, that's lovely. Yes, it's very exciting. Lovely. I'm covering Lee Francis's show. Oh, Francis's great. show. Great. And, um, but, but, Tom, did I tell you about my faux pas? Your fox pass? What did you do? My fox pass. It was my pas doble. My fox pass. Um, <laughs> my fox trot pass. I, okay, so, right. So, I was very excited to do Virgin. I've always really liked the idea You're of very good at doing it. radio. Yeah. And I've obviously got loads and loads of experience podcasting, but radio is quite new to me. I've done some at uh, a couple of other radio stations and I've sat in for people on like Five Live and stuff like that, but I've always had a buddy. I've always been like the plus one. Oh, uh, yes, you know, they don't so really I've do never that. done it. No, yeah. so I've never done it by myself. Yeah. And so it was all going very well, Tom. I was having text ins, people were getting involved. I was having a marvelous time. And I thought, you know, what? I'm really good at this. And I, I don't know if you did this when you first started, but I like kept writing down like the bullet points of what I would say, like at the top of the hour. It's like, Susie Ruffle, you're listening to Virgin. Up next, we've got Taylor Swift. And then I'm going to do some text. That's nice. Yeah. And things like that. So I did like little bullet points and then it was going, it was going quite well. I'm sure. So I thought, well, I'm not going to do the bullet points. So I did a couple without the bullet points, felt very cocky. Flying. And then, and then what did I do, Tom? Mm. I said, hello, this is Susie Ruffle and you're listening to Radio X. 
<laughs> that doesn't matter. Oh, but it's so. Oh, no, I no. They were all. Well, then I then I I didn't and I didn't realise I'd done it. And then producer Polly, who we both know, who is oh just yeah, lovely, Polly. fantastic, and so brilliant at her job, but also just so lovely to spend time with. Mm. Said, um, I was like, you know, just carried on. I was like putting the faders up and down. Like, oh yeah, I'm doing rather well. Then she went, that was a great link, but and I went, oh no, what? She said, you said that. You- you said that you were on Radio X and you are at Virgin. And I was like, that is true. And literally there's a massive microphone in front of your face and it just says Virgin on it. Everywhere there's branded Virgin. But I still managed to... uh, You laugh about it because I think people... Well, of course, initially I had a big knot in my my tummy. Oh, bless, yeah. And I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? And then I said to Polly, I said, I know you're going to have to speak to the bosses about it, but can you wait until I've left? Because I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. But then, and then I went for a wee and then we had like three songs on. So I knew that there was like a bit of time. Mm. And I I nipped for a wee and then as I was walking back, I walked past like where all the big bosses sit. Uh, And they're all so lovely at Virgin. They've made me feel uh, so welcome. They're lovely, aren't they? Really nice Yeah, I feel like I'm like part of the gang and I love it. Yeah, it's very lovely. And so I just thought, right, you've got to just own it. So I just walked in and went, I'm really, really sorry. I really screwed up. I'm so sorry. I, I said I said the wrong, I, I said Radio X and I don't even know why because I haven't been on Radio X in years. And, and they weren't even listening, were they? No, they, they, I mean, I don't think they heard it in the moment, <laughs> but they were very um, understanding. And uh, I think, I think my response to it was, um, they didn't need to tell me off. You know, my, I was cringing hard enough that I think they know that I'll never make the mistake again. I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm sure they do. I mean, people make mistakes all the time. But I think we forget that, don't we? Yeah, we don't. We forget that people are always making mistakes. People always make mistakes and we mustn't. I know we do beat ourselves up. I, um, I mentioned, uh, we we played a Sophie Ellis Bexter song and I said something about, oh, I hope she's doing that. I hope she's having a good time at that disco in the kitchen thinking that's what she did during lockdown but now she does it as a radio two show (laughs) i just thought of her like locked out of the kitchen when she used to do it in lockdown yeah totally and of course i've been to that kitchen clang susie what were you doing in that kitchen well i think i mentioned it before on the podcast but i did say fearless folks podcast spinning plates and she was an absolute dream oh lovely person lovely such a nice person and then did i tell you she sent me a bunch of flowers afterwards oh that's nice saying thank you for doing with a card saying thanks so much for doing the podcast and then it said from Sophie and then in brackets Ellis Baxter lovely lovely so nice very very humble very nice very humble very nice but you mustn't worry about that Susan I know what you're like you'll be beating yourself up about it not to go back to my theatre story but when I was leaving I thought I saw someone I knew sitting like as it was during the interval so there's like a, there's a corridor between the two banks of audience seating. Yes. We were walking through it to go to the bar. And I thought it's quite clang. Um, and, uh, were you in the stalls? No, we were in the circle. Oh. Dress circle. Very nice. Uh, we were, we were <laughs> and um, the, uh, basically, it was quite dim in there. They didn't really put the lights full up. So um, we walked past it and I thought it was somebody I knew. And so I looked at him and I thought, is that him? I feel rude if I don't look at him. So I turned around, I looked back again and he saw me looking. And I think he was like, and I, I couldn't quite make out if it was him. <laughs> and I just looked like I was staring at somebody. And then when we came back in, he was sat there and I glanced over to see if he was like annoyed at me. And, I, and he looked at me and then he just sort of did like a really sarcastic, like, all right. 
sort of smile like why he's staring at me sort of smile and I was like oh god and I, that basically oh. ruined the second act for me not didn't ruin oh, but like, no. but you know, like those, it didn't but like those things they just play on your mind yes 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 yeah I, I relate to that heavily because I would I just sort of thought if it was somebody I knew I'd feel really rude if I just, just ignored them barreled through and ignored them yeah you can't was, ignore people. You can't ignore because then they'd be like, "Oh, that was a bit rude." He looked at me and then didn't even say hello. Well, yeah, and especially now you're Tom Allen off the telly. Well, I don't know about that, but well, yes, they might have recognised me. Sure, but, um, sure. He might have seen some of my work, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Guesting on, you know, various things. But yes, it was one of those things that just played around. But we worry, don't we? That's basically the theme of this podcast. Yes, but it seems that a lot of people really related to us talking about worrying last week, Tom. Oh, yeah. We've, people were very, I don't know, comforted? Yes, I dare say. Actually, let's have a little bit of uh, audience correspondence. Oh, I'd like that. You know, because I think that last week's episode did really relate to people, which was lovely. Spoke to people, spoke to people. Yes. Um, hey, it's Tom and Susie. I couldn't relate more to the first bit of chat in the Bag of Nerves pod this week. I can't imagine a life without feeling regular, sometimes severe anxiety about lots of different things. Me and my friend saw Susie live in Birmingham a couple of years ago. And since then, we've clang, adopted one of her catchphrases. Oh. Sure, I'm. Oh, I didn't even know that I said this. Sure, I'm living, I'm loving, I'm laughing, I'm also angsting. I don't remember saying that, but well, it sounds like me. My partner like- and I often joke. <laughs> my partner and I often joke. If the other is having a particularly bad patch, whether they should just try and relax and worry about it less. This is often said as a genuine bit of advice, as if we haven't thought of that already. Anyway, I do sometimes mourn the life I won't have where I'm not constantly consumed by worry and anxiety, but it's a real reassurance to hear that I'm definitely not the only one fighting these battles. Thanks so much for the company and comfort this pod provides to me and many others, I'm sure. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. And that's from Maria. Maria. Reminds me of a West Side Story. Maria. Oh, Are you bless. a big fan of Santander? Santana? What are they called? Santander. 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 <laughs> Santana, I think it is. Oh, in West Side Story? No, you're seeing a song that oh. isn't from West Side Story. Oh, it mentions West Side Story. My, my West End Story. You ran me over my side. I just said West End Story Maria, as well. Maria, Maria. That's what they were yeah, called. Santander. Yeah. Santander. Oh my God, are you okay? I don't know, I'm not Is this your cool. cholesterol? Yeah, this is what happens if you go slightly over your cholesterol. There you go. Oh, that's uh, lovely, thank you. That's Marie. lovely. Um, I, uh, uh, it takes its toll though, didn't it? I had an extra glass of red last night. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. We went to that Italian restaurant, you know, in- Which one? Garden. That's, have you been in there? I mean- I don't know, I don't, I need more information, Tom. What's it called? I, it's got different floors and it's got different sort of design on every floor. It's very kind of Instagrammable. They did do these. I'm not a fan oh. of them, but the the, the drinkingware that looks like boobs. It's very Instagrammable. Oh, no, I don't know that. I can't remember what it's called. It was very nice food. Well, that's, um, I, 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 I don't know it. I had a, a cocktail and then last red wine. It was open late, that's why. Oh, you went after? Yes, that's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Oh, that is a nice thing to do, but it's very bold. Very bold, yeah. Can't be denied, yeah. Very bold. 
Very bold. Very bold. Let's have another email. Hi, Susie and Tom. Absolutely loved this episode. That's the episode that came out last week. Oh, we listen every one. week. No, not this one. Well, she, I don't know if she's listening live, which mm. she is. I'm very sorry. Mm. <laughs> God. I listen every week with my best friend. Since we were four and we're now 27. What? Tabitha. <laughs> they, how nice to have a friend for so long. Oh, I thought you'd been listening to this podcast since she was four. No, they've been friends since they were four. Oh, Come on, Tom. I'm that glass of red. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, we haven't been doing this for 23 years, have we? Mm-hmm. We have, yeah. The way we make it feel. Feels- <laughs> Uh, yeah. her, her, her best friend Tabitha and we both talked about how much we could relate to mm. the episode I recently came off some antidepressants after being on them for years I'm an anxious soul but recently my anxiety due to withdrawal skyrocketed and I started to feel mad but hearing you both talk about how you have anxiety and how it doesn't always make sense made me feel like I could laugh about it when I started counting my teeth today I imagined Tom counting his teeth too oh so God. I stopped counting and just laughed why are we counting our teeth <laughs> I, did, I thought I was the only teeth counter oh wow teeth counters anonymous well they're not that anonymous <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for interrupting my anxious thoughts lots of love and hi to Tabitha when she listens and that's from Ella Ella thank you, Ella. Thank you for coming under our umbrella um, yes another fun mid noughties song reference yes it is well done you that's lovely to hear but I'm glad that the that you were able to laugh about the teeth counting and it made you stop that's great that's great that's the thing we're providing a service aren't we we're providing a service that's it's people people don't realise people don't realise the the good we do you know <laughs> I know but now you know you're looking now for your in the post yes uh, I hope so I hope so. I just want um, Nicola Glover. No, what's her name? Rachel Tucker. Tucker. Um, Rachel Tucker does sound like a character in um, Tales of the City. But um, yes, that's true. Um, Rachel Tucker. I want her to follow me back on Instagram. That would be. That's my goal this week. Well, I don't want to brag too hard, but Alex Scott has started following me on Instagram. Oh, Susie! And I'm absolutely over the moon about it. Is that going to condition what you put on Instagram, though? Are you going to be trying to be different, trying to impress Alex Scott? No, because I imagine that my algorithm won't serve her, so she'll rarely see what I post. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, I think I think when people click on your page more, you're more likely to see what they're up to more. So I always watch your stories. So as soon as you post something, my Instagram's like, Tom's been here. Tom's done some tomatoes. Do you want to see? Oh, you saw that? I yeah. posted that. I don't really think because I was a bit late coming on the call. I posted that at 11 minutes past and I was ready and then the phone went. Tom, it was fine. But why did they call out of time? Like they were supposed to call at six tonight. Anyway. Right. I, I, um, I'm going to leave you with your anxiety, dear. Uh, mm. No, I'm not. I'm always here for you. But um, you've got a day off today and I'm very aware that I want you to have it. Well, you no, squeeze this in on your one day off of, of again, the, like, the month. Look at the good that we do. We Look just had to come on here and talk about it. Go, I mean, go and see Sunset Boulevard, Twisted Boulevard. Um, it's really wonderful. What are you going to do with your day off? I'm hoping to go and see my little niece. Very nice. Um, Give her a squeeze. Oh, I will. Um, she's two and a bit weeks old now, everyone. So, you know. That's exciting. I'm going to do that. And then I'm probably going to sit down quietly. Yes, you simply must. Mm. You simply must. Okay, well, listen. If I don't see you through the window, I'll see you through the week. I will see you through either of those um, things. And um, <laughs> well done, everyone. Well done. You're doing well done, great. everyone. You've done, you, you're really doing great. We're really proud of you guys. Proud of you. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, Suze. I'll speak to you later. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you.